Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Rainmaking Time. This is Kim Greenhouse. You know how dedicated I am to keeping people healthy and well and bringing the most advanced people in the world to the show for discussion purposes and how committed I am to making sure you have cutting-edge information. I've invited Dr. Gary Gordon of the Gordon Research Institute to the show today. His latest book is called Detox with Oral Chelation, along with David J. Brown. Now, he's been talking about this for many, many years, about how oral chelation and chelation helps prevent heart disease and how he has trained thousands of doctors to help their patients avoid cardiovascular disease. But there's many sides to his practice and many sides to his work. Another one has to do with getting the heavy metals out of our bodies, which if you're breathing air and drinking water and eating any kind of food is accumulating in our bodies. He shared it a million times before, but when you're on its rainmaking time, many, many things come out from our guests that maybe they haven't said before or are said differently. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the father and the pioneer of oral chelation, Dr. Gary Gordon, to its rainmaking time. Good morning. Good morning. All right. I have a lot of questions for you. I guess the first thing is to find out the real shocker that something called EDTA goes into your body and it actually removes the heavy metals and the toxins from heavy metals out of the body on a daily basis. Why do we need to take heavy metals out daily, even though it would seem to be obvious? Why daily? Well, because we can't stop breathing. And when we breathe, uh, we take in lead and mercury. It's well proven that the gift from China, when they turn on all those electric power plants, the poisoning of the entire atmosphere so no one can escape there's an antarctic arctic everybody today at birth averages a thousand times more lead in every bone of every child born today over just 700 years ago so we've really poisoned our nest what about for example the nuclear power plants in america let alone what's going on with the coal burning in china and how do we as Americans think about the coal burning in China and in other places, by the way, and how it gets on over here to the United States of America? Well, the problem is that there is no free lunch. And so uh, whether whatever we want to do about it, we can scrub the, the coal when we burn it so that the mercury and lead is caught before it goes into the air. Uh, that's an expensive process. China is aware of how they have poisoned their population. Their air is so bad that during the Olympics they had to turn off all of the industry because it is so bad. So they know that they have this mess. And the New York Times puts it on the front page showing that the prevailing wind will carry it directly from China to America. We could even, because a lot of our bad air goes back to China. So it go, what goes around comes around. But the bottom line is that we have to deal with the fact that if you're going to reach your maximum intended useful lifespan free of any health ailment, we all need to detox every single day of our life. And as good as the IV chelation is, and I'm considered to be the co-founder of the intravenous chelation, and we've saved 10 million people from having legs amputated or heart surgery, so we're pretty proud of what IV can do, but IV doesn't solve the problem because as good as it is, it won't take the lead out of your bones, so you really have to be on a program daily, and because chelation is still relatively controversial in our country. A lot of people aren't going to get on the oral chelation, so I've even moved a little beyond that, and I now have a website called zeoliteanswer.com because one way or another, I have got to get it so that our babies are not born with what is proven to be in every child at birth today. If you go and put it Google, the word 10 Americans, you will find that the Environment Working Group, E wg.org spent 13,000 per baby, selected 10 babies at random, measured over 300 different chemicals, and every child is loaded with neurotoxins, carcinogens, endocrine disruptors, and it's about six times more in the baby than it is in the mother because it concentrates in the baby. So I have to have everybody that I can help 
have a healthy baby by being on oral chelation and or high-dose fiber and or zeolite because we are living on a toxic planet. We have done it to our earth, and the data is all there. Anyone on my website can easily put in the word lead or mercury and learn that there is no safe level of these. They're impairing our IQ. They are giving us more cancers. They're across the board. They're knocking the immune system out. Heavy metals are the tip of the iceberg because we also have the dioxins and the PCBs. We, we're doing bad things, which is why I saved the CNN special called Toxic America on my website because they'll never play it again because there'd be no advertisers who could afford to continue to tell the American public how dangerous our industrial age has become. But I did save the two one-hour specials Sanjay Gupta did. And anybody going on my website, look for CNN special, and it says Toxic America, and watch those two hours, and you will know why your children can't learn and why you're fighting cancer. You'll understand what's happening. Now, oral chelation... Is it preventative of cancer or it also eradicates cancer in the body or both? No, I, I don't have any data that really shows it eradicates. What we're saying to people is that if you could go through life with no lead, you will live far longer. Your immune system will be functioning optimally. We all have cancer during our lifetime continuously. There's no way to avoid some cancers, but our body handles it. But the more toxic we are, the less efficient the handling. So the oral chelation is designed to do all the things that we know. If we read up on all the bad things that lead does, you can go to an FDA site, put in lead, go to EPA, go to my site, Gordon Research, put in lead. You will know why we have all these health problems we have for which we give people drugs, whether you want to talk about depression or you want to talk about hypertension or you want to talk about osteoporosis, whatever you want to talk about, you can factor lead into cancer, into heart disease, everything. It's an astonishing story because remember, I've started this chelation thing over 38 years ago now. When I started it, we knew that EDTA, ethylene diamine tetraacetic acid. That's a huge mouthful, but acetic acid is another word for vinegar. So really, it's a souped-up kind of vinegar. But we, 35, 38 years ago, when we started seeing the legs getting warm again, even if they had started toward gangrene, memory coming back, and angina going away, oh, if we had said then that the reason we have so much heart disease is lead, they would have locked me up as insane. So fortunately, now it's 38 years later, and even the American Heart Association's prestigious journal called Circulation has the article, Lead Unmask as Silent Killer. And if anybody ever takes the time to read any of this on my website, you will see that chasing cholesterol, because it makes so many people so much money, is a sad story about greed, because cholesterol is nothing compared to the power of taking lead out. But you see, they can't patent the oral chelation. It's been around too long, and it's relatively but not much more expensive than taking high-dose vitamin C, which is also a chelation treatment. So if you looked at truth, you, if you were the head of health for the United States, you would ban the statins because that's just a racket. The, the benefit of statins has been sold to everybody. Oh, you've got to be on statins. You've got cholesterol. Cholesterol is a building block in your body for healthy cells. You knock cholesterol down too low, you develop health problems. And if we compare the data of the benefit of taking lead out of every human being versus hammering their cholesterol down to unrealistic levels, there's no comparison. The cost to getting lead out would be one-tenth what it is to play with cholesterol. And the safety is the following. When you're on oral chelation, we have documented studies that EDTA is so safe that if you dip a multicellular organism in this special form of vinegar, EDTA, if you dip it daily, the organism lives 50% longer than it's ever lived before. You cannot say that with statins, which are now being tied to increasing diabetes in the population, to increasing cancer. The statins have problems, but so many people get rich on it. The drug companies, remember, make so much money. Theoretically, if they sell you a Valium prescription for $100, their total cost of that Valium was about $0.10. Cents. So, so they have enough money left over to buy Congress, and they own Congress. 
So you're not going to get your Congress to buy for you vitamin C, but, oh, they're going to put in a prescription plan so you can have statins, which you need like a hole in the head. There's natural ways of dealing with heart disease. I haven't had a patient die of a heart attack in over 30 years now, and we have absolutely shown that you can stop the whole heart disease program with the oral chelation, but it's more. My oral chelation is not just EDTA. There's nine pills in what I call my Beyond Chelation, and they include the omega-3 that is now proven to make your arteries more flexible. That study came out this week, and the primrose oil has to be in there to balance the omega-3, and then we have phosphatidylserine and ginkgo, and so the nine pills that I put in there have to give you good stuff like selenium and zinc because chelating is non-specific. Any treatment, even vitamin C or high doses of fiber, which are good for you because they do help get rid of lead and mercury, have a side effect. They are not so smart to only grab just the lead and mercury. In They cannot avoid taking out some of the zinc and, and other good things that you need. So therefore, I always have to have everybody on the strongest possible, multiple, because we as a nation are so low on selenium and magnesium in our diet, which comes, you know, somewhat from farming practices, because we don't pay the farmer for how healthy the tomato is. We pay the farmer for how many tons of tomato he raises. And so, obviously, unless you raise your own food, which is what, in the long run, would cut down our health care costs tremendously, if we went back to the victory gardens we had during Second World War, and we all raised our own food in community gardens, we could change what's going on drastically overnight. In detox with oral chelation, I read several things that were so stunning. One was you had talked about cows eating in New Zealand. Now, New Zealand is known to have the best practices for raising animals and not polluting, and yet there was an example given in your book If these cows were by a freeway or by some type of coal plant, that those cows would be filled with all of these toxic chemicals. It's totally true. In particular New Zealand, they didn't have the more modern refineries for their uh, gasoline uh, refineries, and so they did wind up with quite high levels of lead in their fuel. Now, that may have changed in the last couple of years, but that was certainly the case when, uh, we, when I was there. And, but we have the same problem right now in America. If you uh, are living in California and you near, live near a freeway, if you are raising your uh, really great cabbages uh, and you're within 100 or 200 yards of those freeways, those cabbage are a natural chelator, just like garlic is a natural chelator. So when my friend that has really good garlic in Japan, the Kyolic company, he asked me, could I find unpolluted land in America that he could raise and sell the kind of garlic that he sells in Japan? Because he found actual forest primeval in the northern tip of Hokkaido, way up there, almost looking at Russia. He found land that was clean. I couldn't find that clean land. And so the, the products that you raise, if you are raising these healthy foods, they can actually be chelating out of the soil and pulling in to that cabbage huge levels of cadmium and lead if you're unlucky enough to live near a freeway. This is really a whole systems approach to looking at even the kind of supplements that we're taking and where the food and where everything is coming from. Growing it organically, for example, if it's near a coal plant or if it's near a freeway, it's a whole other way to think about it with the air, the water, the food that we're eating. If it was a living thing, where it was living, what it was eating, everything. It's the whole series of events. Since I became deeply involved in trace element metabolism, I became convinced my mentor, John Miller, who was the first one to put minerals into a vitamin called one-a-day vitamin mineral, that was the first one in the history of man that put minerals into a supplement, he taught me that we have to get the trace elements back that are being washed off the topsoil down the Mississippi River into the oceans. We have to move these trace elements back onto the land and re-enrich the land. And I analyzed land. We analyzed the land in New Zealand. It was very low on cobalt, so they had to use cobalt to make New Zealand that lovely green island that it is. So everything 
is not as simple as you'd like it to be in our land is today. It has so much lead. In fact, they're even telling people today that when you have balsamic vinegar, which everybody knows is expensive for, well, yeah, but the land in that part of Italy is loaded with lead, and so that vinegar is giving you a lot of lead. So I, I just teach people it's cheaper rather than making you afraid to enjoy food. I eat fish as often as I want to, four or five times a week. But I know how much mercury I can get rid of with natural chelators, and I'm on my natural chelator every day. But I'm also on high doses of C, and my natural chelators even include garlic. But the EDTA is the one that has the punch that can do so much more because it turns out that when people tell me that taking EDTA is a waste of time, I tell them one little trick. Uh, in America, we have lots of people who've got a disturbed heart rhythm, and they tell them they could die of a clot, so they give them aspirin, Plavix, and or Coumadin, which is rat poison. So I tell them that, interestingly enough, if you don't want to die of a clot, look at what the doctor does when he does a blood test on you. He draws the blood in a little lavender tube. The bottom of the tube, there's a little liquid. That liquid is EDTA. Why is it at the bottom of the tub, tube? Because EDTA means that the blood will not clot. So they can do your blood test. So when people tell you a little EDTA isn't important, all I can tell them is look at the obvious. The world's experts will tell you you really die of clots, you don't die of cholesterol. It, it is such a sad travesty that due to greed, we wind up having tremendous marketing to tell everybody, oh, you owe it to yourself, you've got to have your cholesterol measured, and if it's the slightest bit, we've got to put you on our drug, which is now proven to be increasing the rate of diabetes, etc. So it's really quite interesting to realize that the blood clotting is what is really what people die of, or they, or they wouldn't be putting people on Coumadin, Plavix, and aspirin. So it's the clot. And the clot is what I'm teaching people is what we spent some $10 million in the 1960s when that was, re that was real money back in the 60s. And we got that money and worked with the Arteriosclerosis Research Institute and Lester Morrison, and we found that in the ocean there are things related to algae like carrageenan that absolutely makes the body think we're giving it heparin. And when we find that EDTA makes heparin work by mouth, I now have a natural way to keep people alive, which is why I canceled bypass surgery on people, including Pastor Hinn, who had significant problems. They wanted him to live on drugs the rest of his life because he'd gone into auricular fibrillation, and they wanted to put him on rat poison, Coumadin, and he was smart enough to think his way out of it. But most people can't because the system is stacked against you. You're only covered by your insurance if you do the bad stuff, the toxic stuff. That's the toxi-molecular game. I do the orthomolecular game, the, the correct molecule in the right place, right time. That was, the word was given to me by Linus Pauling, and that's the kind of medicine we practice, and there's always a natural alternative to 99% of the drugs they give you today, but of course they're not going to pay for it. It's not going to be in the government-sponsored prescription plan, because after all, we have the best Congress that money can buy. The C that you have created in your supplemental C is one of the unique delivery systems for C. Tell us why. Well, what happened is because Linus Pauling was my mentor, and my brother was a physician, and he could take the 18,000 milligrams, 20,000, that Linus Pauling liked to take, and I couldn't go above 1,000 because I have some very bad health problems since childhood. I have very bad genes. I have total achlorhydria. I have many things wrong with my body. So by age 29, my body gave up. I had to close my medical practice. I could not even walk from room to room to see a patient. That's how bad I was. And so with that problem, I adored Linus Cohen, but he was suggesting something I couldn't do. So we had, it took 10 years to figure out a way to make vitamin C that I could be taking every day, never less than one slightly heaping teaspoon morning and night, which is four grams. But as you said, it's a delivery system because we added to it the ribose, the methylsulfonamethane, the trimethylglycine. We did some very specific things to it, and it is absolutely so important today that most of the cancer patients who've learned not to stick with the chemo and are doing much more of the vitamin C, they know they can't afford to be in the doctor's office with IV vitamin C every day, so what can they do in between? 
And so obviously we devised a vitamin C that provably by measuring the level of vitamin C in your urine with a 20 cent stick that anyone can obtain a 50 of these sticks for $10 and keep your loved ones alive. The trick is very simple. You want a lot of C in your urine on Saturday night when you go to bed and you want a lot of C in your urine on Sunday morning when you got up. You want it there all the time because you never know when you're going to fall down the steps or get hit by somebody from behind or something else. So having vitamin C, which has got a short life in your system all the time, you could even drastically protect your children against the danger of the vaccines that they're giving to our children that we don't want in our children. And so many of the children do get some problems like autism after that vaccine. But in Australia, we found that if you give the children one gram of vitamin C per 10 pounds of weight or year of age, we could dramatically cut down how many of the children died after the vaccinations in Australia. So I am a strong proponent of getting a vitamin C in your body that can maintain a high enough level of protection because normally C goes out almost as fast as it comes in. So we had to add these additional things. So it is a delivery system, and it is being widely used at a cancer clinic in Wichita, Kansas. The Reardon Center for Human Functioning uh, specializes in offering that kind of vitamin C to their patients and the test, the little test strips so the patients test their wife and their kids and keep their health, their family healthy because vitamin C is still the easiest thing for you to learn about because it is a key letter and it does deal with infections. It does so many things. I love the book by a cardiologist, Dr. Tom Levy, called Curing the Incurable. And he, he feels that vitamin C itself should be strong enough to cut down most heart attacks. Uh, I don't totally agree with that. I think we are so toxic on the planet today that we need the additional things that I put in the nine pills I call beyond chelation. Those nine pills taken twice a day, knock on wood, we go year after year with no phone call saying that dad died this week and he was on Gordon's program or no doctor calls and says that I lost two patients this week. They were on Dr. Gordon's program. We don't get those phone calls. So we're like the Maytag repairman. Nobody calls because the program works. The bad news is you have to buy it yourself and pay for it out of your own pocket because it's certainly not going to get paid for by Uncle Sam. Let's go back to the C for just a moment. So is this a delayed release type of C to make sure it's in your body at all times? Is that what it is? No, Timed it's release? In that. What we had to do is we had to really make it so it would go intracellular. And that's, we have spent, uh, we have an 80, almost between 80 and $100,000 research showing that this C does things that no vitamin C ever did before. And we are convinced we want to do more research, but we believe it's because we've been able to get it to go into the cell. And that gets into some very sophisticated stories. How does the cell take things up? Because you can have a high level. Well, I'll just take a dramatic example. Uh, in fact, it hit the, the press last week, New England Journal of Medicine. We have people being lied to every day by doctors who mean well, but they can't keep up with knowledge base. It's happening so fast that you have a woman that says, my depression goes away when I get vitamin B12, or everything works better when I get folic acid. And the doctor will say, well, you're just nuts. I've measured your blood. I've measured your red blood cell. You had normal levels. That doesn't mean anything, but your doctor doesn't know that. And New England Journal published this study last week that we have a take folic acid, which is a huge story. Folic acid is one of the key B vitamins that's going to have a huge difference as to whether or not you're going to live to 100 or not. It's a very key thing, and the only correct form is the methyl form of folic acid that we give people in a sublingual product called Beyond B12. Now, what is the story? The story is this. They found that these children that would start to develop seizures, inability to walk, and actually could die, these children had normal folic acid in the serum and the red blood cell. And so, but the, the parents said, well, I gave my child more B12 and folic acid, and my child's doing but and, and the doctor thinks you're crazy because the blood test was normal. Well, it turns out that when they went to the cerebral spinal fluid, which is not a nice thing to do, take a needle and put it in the spine and get that clear fluid, they found it was extremely low in the cerebral spinal fluid because there's a thing called a folate receptor. Well, this gets complicated, but that's a very important part of how things get utilized. And so it's the same way with everything. There's complexities to making things get in the cells to do all the things they can do. The important bottom line is this. 
ignoring what the doctor tells you when he says, oh, you're crazy, you don't need all the extra B12 or folic acid. Ignore him because he can't know everything, and this new report shows that there are toxins and antigens. They might be because you're sensitive to milk and you shouldn't be on milk, or it could be because you got vaccinated and you weren't told when they vaccinated you that the material that they raised the vaccine on for 24 of the vaccines is raised on aborted fetal human tissue. They didn't tell you that until 1988. It was all raised on egg. But they wound up using aborted fetal tissue, but nobody's being told this. Or what about thermosol in the vaccines? Thermosol is a piece of the puzzle, but it's one piece of a complicated puzzle. But it's really important to know that thiomersal, if we've stopped it, we still haven't gotten rid of all the danger in the vaccinations. Got it. That's interesting. And so where we sit today is that when you want to get that vitamin C to do all the things it needs to do, technically you need to get it go into the cell, which is now one reason I am a strong proponent of a new thing that you haven't even really understood yet called pulsed electromagnetic field, P-E-M-F. What in the world is that? Well, it turns out you can't have a man in space without a PEMF device attached to them, because if you move to Mars, you die because it has no magnetic field at Mars. And our magnetic field of our Earth is rapidly collapsing, according to NASA. It's down now to 1% of what the magnetic field was when we had dinosaurs. And I think Dr. Dean Bonley, I interviewed him in 2004, said that we lose the magnetic field strength 5% every 100 years. Well, it's, it's, it's now, it's, it's, it's accelerated since you've spoken to him. And so this is on my website. If you go, there's about five separate webinars on PEMF. And I'm doing miracles getting people to cancel shoulder surgery, knee surgery, hip surgery, using this as a part of the therapy with a device that actually does almost like a magnetic resonant imaging. The MRI, when you go to the, the, uh, the office to have an MRI done, well, that's 20 to 40,000 gas. We now have a machine that, gives generates 19,000 but I love Dr. Bonley's work and I sleep with his pads between my top and bottom mattress. How incredible. That's great. What a small but large world. <laughs> and across the board, this is really an important question you're asking because vitamin C is still something that people can understand. And, and it's embarrassing to have to admit that this vitamin C called Bioenergy C, which is available from Longevity Plus, but you can't find Longevity Plus from my website because the FDA wouldn't allow me on my website to tell you how to find anything, so you have to be smart enough to know that I do consult with a company called Longevity Plus, and they have all the products that I talk about, including the herbal remedy from Thailand that stops all the hot flashes, the bone loss, and prevents breast cancer in women, so you may want to read about it, but but I talk about it because I talk on my website to health professionals, and I have 3,000 health professionals that at no cost belong to my school of advanced medicine called FACT, Forum on Anti-Aging and Chelation Therapy. So any health professional can go to gordonresearch.com and join, and they'll get three emails from me every day because I try to encapsulate some of the knowledge that's going across to my desk every day in a form that they will be able to to absorb it. And so I send out three emails a day to my 3,000 members. Anybody can join, and that way you'll know what I do on autism, what I do on cancer, how I have been so fortunate as to have none of my patients die of a heart attack as long as they stay on the oral chelation twice a day, but it doesn't cure it. You can't take it for two years and say, oh, okay, I'm done. Forget it. You're still breathing, and when you're breathing, you're still taking in bad stuff. So don't assume that there's a day you can stop. That's the sad thing. The good thing is that age 76, I am feeling younger and better than I did by far in any of the rest of my life. So there's still hope for us, but I have to admit, it's kind of expensive for me to feel this good because I repeat, I had no stomach acid. I didn't absorb things. I had the lowest levels of magnesium seen in people and my teeth had been so bad, they'd filled every one of them two and three times with mercury to make sure I had really advanced mercury poisoning. So yeah, I've been very sick, but it's nice to know that it's possible using all the things I talk about, but since it gets confusing to learn all this, I have put it on my website in an 18-page report called FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T. FIGHT stands for food and focus. Focus, you need to have a positive attitude. Infection, 
genetics, heavy metals, hormone toxics. So FIGHT, if you read on my website the 18-page report, then you don't have to spend an hour on the webinar on food, but it's worthwhile learning because food is the most complicated decision you'll ever make because you have all this passion about, oh, I'm an Adkin, oh, I'm a Pritikin. Well, the problem is that our genes really determine which you are, and guessing doesn't get you there, but we can't all afford genetic testing. But the point that I'm making is that if you download the 18 pages, you'll understand that you do have infection. You may not have Lyme or you may not have Candida, but you've got cytomegalic or Chlamydia or Valley Fever. You have infection. Everybody has some increased body burden of either a fungus, a virus, or a bacteria, but that's part of life. So my trick is to how to make you able to live in a hostile environment when you're born with a thousand times too much lead in your bones the day you're born. And we have Harvard Medical School publishing in the journal of the AMA that the level of lead in your bone determines how soon you go blind and how soon you have heart attack. So all of this is relevant, but it's not fitting the seven-minute office visits we have for American medicine where it's all prescription and out the door. They'll give you your antidepressant or your pain pill or your anti-inflammatory, but they, they're not getting at the causes. The causes take time, but fortunately the Internet makes it possible for you to spend an hour on my website and watch a whole hour on Puraria Morifica, the herbal remedy from Thailand that totally eliminates all women losing bones. By the way, when you lose bones at menopause is when women get hypertension. So this is all relevant. But in addition to that, you can stop the vaginal dryness and the depression and the insomnia. And at the same time, have a natural product that absolutely has been shown to have the lowest incidence of breast cancer in the world. And the lucky people who eat the strange gourd that grows in the ground that we call a big name, Puraria Morifica, which actually stands for Miracle Herb. All right. Now, I have several things I want to say to you. One is that I did an interview with Dr. Nick Gonzalez from New York. I know him well. And we were talking about the coffee enema. Good, exactly. And I was unfamiliar with it. He has two enemas a day. And I said, some people are going to say it's not normal. It's not natural to do that. Response, similar to you. He said, what is normal with the amount of pollutants that are coming into our bodies every day? The tremendous toxic assault. You know, there's only so much your liver and your gallbladder and your internal organs can take. But basically, the whole thing is we're not living in a normal environment. We're living in a violently toxic environment that is assaulting our bodies unlike anything probably humanity has seen before. That's the revelation. The thing is this, I need to tell you very, very bluntly that I, I adore Dr. Gonzalez, and he's a crusader, and he's been very ahead of his time. I think that since I ran the world's leading laboratory on trace element analysis, and I've had thousands, almost 100,000 tests come across my desk, I have a pretty good handle on alternative ways of this detoxing. And so uh, Dr. Uh, Gonzalez is, is getting good results of what he's doing, and I applaud the results, but I'm just not up to two, uh, two enemas a day, so I develop my power drink and I take my power drink twice a day and my power drink is my special form of vitamin C called Bioenergy C and my organic green with all the chlorella and all the broccoli and everything else you can imagine that needs to be in our greens daily and then I put in the most powerful form of fiber you can find on on the planet and we take the stabilized rice bran which is the most nutrient dense Food. It's loaded with beta cytosterol and octocosterone. Anyhow, it is, uh, and I added to that an organic artichoke. So I have the perfect combination of what we call soluble to insoluble fiber. I put that in, and then I add to that maca. And maca is an herb that grows at a high elevation, and it has been studied at one point because it made people feel sexier. But it actually is a glucosinolate, so it does some of the things that broccoli does to help detox. But it across the board, those four things and my zeolite then gives me my power drink. And my power drink means that because I take it in 
the morning and I take it at night, I always have in my intestine my answer to re- replacing the need for the co- coffee enema because the zeolite is proven able to hold toxins and carry them out, and the fiber amplifies that, and the whole program just works because I have so many of my friends who can't eat anything today. It's not just gluten sensitivity, folks. We have so much genetically modified food coming into our bodies that has bacillus thuringiensis, thanks to Monsanto. That's a pesticide, and you're eating a pesticide, so of course you're killing your healthy flora. So I do take acidophilus every day, but with my power drink, I have a healthy intestine, and I eat what I want to. And so the important thing is that we have to understand that toxins, he is so right, because if you go back on my website and go to FIGHT, the last hour of webinar you would watch would be on toxins, and you'd learn what Mount Sinai School of Medicine will provably find in your send them 20 tubes of your blood and a check for $4,900, you will be highly depressed the minute you get the results back. And your child, when your child is from age one to six, can be as high as six times what we find in you. But we find carcinogens, endocrine disruptors, and neurotransmitter problems in every human being measured. Their dioxins, their PCBs, polybrominated diphenyl ethers. It's not just the, the, uh, the lead and the mercury. It's everything. But that's what I have those hours of webinars because I train health professionals so they can impart this information to their patients. But we need to change the practice of medicine so we make my doctors, my 3,000, need to become educators. And you can't educate in a one-on-one 10 or 15-minute or even a one-hour visit. So I have to get all of my doctors one day to rent a room in a Holiday Inn and have you bring your own healthy carrot organic lunch. And we have to spend a day to cover this with people so you will understand what your alternatives are to living on drugs and surgery and using chemo for your cancer. They always starts with the toxic load. But the toxic load, it's easy to get confused because everybody talks about lead and mercury, but not too many people include the discussion of the dioxins and the red food dyes and the polybrominated diphenyl ethers, the flame retardant that's loaded in every creature on the planet. What did we do the flame retardant for? Well, we wanted basically our children not to burn up if the house catches fire, so we put it for the for the pajamas of the babies. But then, of course, if the plane crashes, we didn't want the flame to catch the plane to catch on fire. So you can't fly on a plane without getting bathed in polybrominated diphenyl ether. And of course, we now have about a thousand, between a thousand and ten thousand times too much phthalates because of the plastic jars we drink out of. In the bisphenol A, the hardener in the plastic jars we've been drinking out of is now proven at Duke University by Randall Randy Jurdle to induce obesity and diabetes and a permanent change in methylation in all the people who are being exposed to bisphenol A, which is everybody on the planet. So when you look at all these pictures, you sit there and say, is there a way out? Yes, there is a way out, and I cover it slowly, slide by slide, when I give you a whole hour in genetics and explain to you how to support your methylation using sublingual B12 with sublingual folic acid of the expensive kind, the $15,000 a kilogram one that you're not getting in 99% of today's supplements because Merck made it so expensive and nobody knew that there was a reason to buy the expensive kind, which is the natural form of folic acid. But if you have been exposed to bisphenol A, which is most of us, and if that led to a change in your body's ability to methylate, what's that big word, methylate? Well, you could say acetylate or sulfate. I mean, these are pathways that our body uses to try to get rid of the bad stuff that comes into us every day. So methylation is just a detoxification pathway. But when it's not working properly, it sets the stage for you to have more cancer, premature aging, loss of memory, etc. So that's one of the reasons the vitamin C that we designed has methyl support in it. It has methyl sulfonamethane, and it has trimethylglycine. That's why it's the most expensive vitamin C on the market, because it's not just vitamin C. It's a total survival system in which the vitamin C is delivered in a form that can get into the body cells, and provably you can prove that you're not wasting your money by buying the simple stick called the VitaCheck stick 
stick, and that little stick has a little green color on the tip of a little paper stick, and you wet it with your urine and look, and if in one minute it goes to a bright yellow color, you will have a bright future. Whether you're fighting cancer or you're fighting autism, you'll have a brighter future because vitamin C is still the poor man's key letter. When it's leaving your body, it never goes out empty-handed. It always carries some toxins with it. How do we know how much stays in the body, though? I got the part about how you check for it and how it leaves the body and what that means, but how do we know how much stays in? It will not. Vitamin C cannot, by definition, stay in. It's, it's half-life is around four to six hours. So, so if you just take your vitamin C once a day, you, you've helped yourself a tiny bit. So, so that there is no vitamin C that I have or anybody else's that's, that's going to avoid the process of being metabolized. That's, you remember, that's why we use the vitamin C intravenously when we treat cancer, because it is metabolized inside of your cells. And you remember, vitamin C looks so much to the cancer cell, it looks just like sugar. In fact, at one time, if you and I were a mouse, uh, we would simply, all the sugar we eat with the enzyme called L-galanolactone, we would convert our sugar immediately to vitamin C. And if I was a mouse weighing what I weigh, I would be making around 12,000 milligrams of C unless I was under attack, then I would be making 18,000. So the, the trick is to understand that vitamin C is going to get metabolized. But one of the reasons we use it in the IV treatment form of cancer is inside the cell, it actually becomes hydrogen peroxide. So it's part of oxidative therapy, and I'm on the board of oxidative medicine where we use things like ozone, ultraviolet blood, and the hydrogen peroxide trick, which is what we're discussing here, is how can vitamin C help you through this hydrogen peroxide trick, which causes the cancer cell to have to commit suicide. How fascinating. So, for example, would people take your vitamin C product or the product of the Longevity Plus at longevityplus.com four times a day? Well, so that's the point. If you are a cancer patient, then here's, a, here's an easier way to look well, at what it. What if you're not a cancer patient? Okay, so here's the point. Uh, what, that's the reason we're so important to have the test. The vitamin C stick test tells you that based on how Try to understand where you sit today is an amalgamation of your genetic power to handle all the toxins you've been exposed to, the toxins that came into you from whatever your mother and father, because they're all involved in this picture. And when you get down to the final analysis, some of us, we call that your oxidant load. In other words, if you are loaded with lead, mercury, cadmium, and all of these xenobiotics, the adoxin, the PCB, you're going to need more C than the next person to keep your urine in the healthy range because vitamin C is going to be utilized in fighting those bad guys. And so that's why the test is so powerful. By having the test, most people assuming that you've, uh, you've been teaching all this, you should be a healthy person. So technically, you should be able to stay in the bright yellow color on the vitamin C stick test by just wetting the urine morning and night. If, if you've taken it at 9 in the morning, at 9 at night, you should still be close to the yellow color, meaning you're well protected. But if you are so loaded with toxins and during the day you're putting down three martinis and, and having your cigarettes and you're following a bus on the way to work uh, and breathing all the exhaust, then obviously by noon you may have used up all the C and your test would be back in the green color. So that empowers you to measure how much you need to protect you with your genes and your environment. I think that a lot of what you're saying makes total sense, but it seems as if for outsiders, the whole vitamin C contribution has become elusive over the years. A lot of people in the know, like yourself, know, but again, the delivery system, how it gets to your body has been key, and a lot of people whose stomachs couldn't handle too many grams of vitamin C was the issue, right? I'm glad you said it that way because when I introduced this vitamin C, I took it to the uh, conventions of my doctor friends. And my friend that helped develop it, Wayne Harris, would be at there, and we would put the vitamin C in a, in, in, in a nice cold drink, and as they would walk by, we'd give them a cup, and we'd say, there's two grams of vitamin C in here. And half of the doctors would say, I can't handle two grams. I'm here at this conference. I'll be in the toilet with it. <laughs> and, so, and so we said, well, you'll be the first one, because so far we've been able to have a thousand doctors, and they took the two grams, and they later came back and said, that didn't bother me. And they took another two grams during the next break. And 
the next break, they took. In the end of the day, I have doctors who've never had 10 or 15 or 20 grams. They say, I don't know. I could feel so good because the C is, see, these doctors have all been in that trap. Half of the doctors never took enough vitamin C because of the gut problem. It's just amazing. It's still, the, the, it, but they understand we have 1,200 references that vitamin C will treat virtually every toxic. I mean, you're talking about vitamin C being able to protect our children. If they get vaccinated, you want them on vitamin C, you're going to cut down dramatically how many are going to get a complication from the vaccines that are occurring. So obviously we want to be protected 24-7, and it's wonderful to empower the public. Spend 10 bucks, buy the vitamin C check test. It's got 50 tests in it, and test yourself and find out what it takes to keep you having a bright future. In fact, uh, <laughs> brightspot.org was the name of the, of the cancer clinic that Dr. Rudin started. And what did it mean, brightspot? It meant that he wants you to do that check <laughs> and, and always have that little spot going from green to yellow because then you're going to have a bright future because your body is protected at all times. He was the guy that actually tested his own blood and he wound up uh, when he got on the flight at the air, at the airport. Uh, he, he knew it's pretty stressful, as you know, going through getting to, <laughs> through the security and everything. So he he took a big dose of vitamin C at like eight o'clock in the morning. Drove to the airport, got on the plane, and and, and at eleven o'clock in the morning he was on the plane. He was in the air and he walked into the bathroom and stuck himself in the and drew his blood to see how much vitamin C he still had. It was 98% gone. That's what stress does to us. So that's why I mentioned that if you were a mouse or a rat and you weigh what I weigh, you'd be making 12 grams a day. Stress increases their automatic ability to raise vitamin C. It's so, it's so documented. And Tom Levy's book, Curing the Incurable, is widely available. He's got a new book, which I've just written a forward to, and it's called Primal Placebo. Because, uh, it, in other words, vitamin C is so good, we're going to have to call it a placebo. Because if it treats depression and helps with your arthritis and helps your IQ and ha- it helps you avoid being sick, it's got to be a placebo because no one thing can do all that. <laughs> so his new book, is, it will be out in a month or two. I just wrote the forward to it. It's a great book, and we're going to help bring this vitamin C story because it's one, the public resonates with vitamin C. They, they remember Linus Pauling a little bit, and they kind of remember that about 70% of people do buy, they do buy some vitamin C, but then they, then they get frightened when they see a report that is put in by somebody who's on the other side, like Victor Herbert, who says, oh, it destroys vitamin B12. It was a totally fraudulent article, but anytime they can attack the nutrients, they'll publish that immediately. Look what they're doing now with walnuts. They're going to try to make them illegal, banned from even eating them. I read the Life Extension magazine. I was shocked. It's just amazing because it has been such a healthy food and it, 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 it's done more for people than the statins ever did. So it's just amazing what's going on. I have a question about the difficult part of the radiation that's coming here from the Japan catastrophes. Talk about it in the context of what you're advising people to do now. Well, interestingly enough, I used to be in radiology, and so having been in radiology, I really had to look into the safety of the of the environment I was working in, because if I was doing an upper GI on a patient, I was sitting right there in front bombarding myself with the radiation. So I really wanted to learn how tough is my body, and I was astonished to find that at the Atomic Energy Commission, we had in Northridge, we had some workers that accidentally got exposed to extremely high levels. And so we actually had some, some way to follow these people and find out what happened. Because, of course, with that very high level of radiation exposure, uh, they all became sterile and they had, they had no sperm. And so, obviously, you would assume then that that would be a, a, the permanent damage to their body. But it turns out that, you know... When you're a little younger, and that's why I, in order to stay younger, I do my pulse electromagnetic field, I do my sauna, I do my exercise, I do all this stuff. When you're a little younger, you have the ability to do dramatic DNA repair enzymes. And amazingly enough, it wasn't but 10 years later, many of these that guys that had been sterilized with that high a dose of exposure actually now had return of sperm and Many of them impregnated their wives and had healthy, normal babies. That's, that's what's changed my attitude so that I try to teach people that if you really understood 
what your blood test results would look like, and you can find it. You, you go to my website and watch CNN Toxic America, and watch, or just go to ewg.org, that's environmentworkinggroup.org, and see what would be in you, because there has never been a person that can pass the test at Mount Sinai School of Medicine. So I don't want you to spend 4900 bucks. Just learn what's in you because there isn't a person we test that doesn't have these carcinogens, neurotoxins, and endocrine disruptors. It's in everybody. So that's what makes me so mad. But you go to the doctor, you say you're depressed or you can't think or you're too fatigued or you're losing your memory. And, oh, they got, they got a drug for it. And no one ever is treating the cause. I mean, let, let's look at the latest studies that absolutely should confound everybody. If we just look at uh, the studies, let's talk, talk for one second about cancer. The New York Times showing how extremely expensive the things are, like Avastin, how little proof is that ever did any good to anybody, and then compare that to a study that just came out showing that exercise absolutely gives you longer survival than any of the chemotherapy they have for any of these cancers, or, or just across the board uh, learning how to prevent cancer by getting the right diet for you. But see, people don't, they're afraid to ask I only do a consultation with patients by recording it. And I record it and I send that consultation to patients so they know what I said. If we could change the game in America so that if you go to see a doctor, you could always turn on your tape recorder and ask him your questions, a lot of people would soon decide that even if the government's paying for that 100000 they don't really want that chemo because they're only going to live two weeks longer and during that year they're not going to feel good and there's a lot of side effects and they're going to be told they can't take any vitamin C or anything else. So if people just knew the truth, they would see that the research has been published that taking the lymph nodes out of your axilla because you had a breast cancer is a waste of time, and they'd see the truth that I have out there that using the radiation on top of just using something simple like tamoxifen, which I have a natural alternative to tamoxifen. It is the Peraria Murifica, the HRT. But when you look at the data and see that radiation wasn't buying you anything, axillary dissection isn't buying you anything, chemo in general is only buying you two, three, four, five weeks of additional life, but you get to spend Uncle Sam's 100000 and feel like the devil for that year. And, of course, they tell you, well, you don't take anything natural because it'll wreck the chance of the chemo giving you those two weeks of life. I mean, it's so upside down and topsy-turvy. And if you just read the things, and that's why anybody that's a health professional that goes to my website and joins my FACT, any doctor is free of charge, and they can then search on breast cancer or prostate cancer and learn prostate cancer is so easy to treat. You can come in with widespread cancer in your lungs, can be in your bones, it can be in your liver, and we use hyperthermia and all these other things and expect to buy you a year of life. And during that year, you might learn that cancer is always a systemic disease. And that means that just focusing on cutting the the, the lump out isn't buying you anything, but it, it, it's all paid for by your by your upside down government. Because remember, we have the best Congress that money can buy, and so they have it all set. So as long as you just conform and use their stupid vaccinations and take their chemo and the radiation, that's all covered. But of course, it's not buying you anything. So that's when you have to learn to think for yourself, and that's why I've spent so much time developing webinars hour after hour, on my website in which I am quoted. You can play it, you can hear it, and you'll have the slides to back up why I do PEMF and why PEMF is going to change how long you get to live because it's giving me a new back, it's giving me a new kidney, it turns on stem cells. But it first came out to treat cancer, but now we know, as you've mentioned, fortunately you've already interviewed Dr. Bonley, you were aware that the earth changes are going on, but those changes, since you spoke to them, have accelerated dramatically, and so now NASA is quite stunned. Yeah, the only thing I would say is probably counter to one part of the information you're giving on the magnetic field is not what you're saying on the magnetic field, but I don't trust NASA because they lie all the time. Here's the bottom line. Al Gore made everybody think that the problem is the ozone depletion due to the cars, etc. And NASA at least shows you that we're now getting sunburned seals at the Antarctic. Why are the why are the seals being sunburned? Because the ozone layer is not in place because it's only held in place by the magnetic field. That's why Mars is a dead planet. That's it's so. It actually, like it or not, it's it, not that political. Anybody can buy a Gauss meter and can measure how much Gauss you're walking around in. So all I'm saying is that whether 
on any basis, we did have 20 to 30 Gauss. It's widely believed sure. by every scientist in that field, and it's now mainly, mainly between 0.3 and 0.4 Gauss. I think it's great you're using Dean Bonley's magnetic beds, too, because they're really revolutionary. I mean, really, I mean, it's for a king-size bed, it's about $3,600, but it's a lifetime investment. And let's face it, the, uh, you can't have a, 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 the electric car today without magnets. And that's why the price of magnets has gone up over 400% in just the last six months alone, because Toyota can't build an electric car without magnets. So there's a lot more to learn about this whole story. It's very exciting. I have something that was also very interesting I read in your book, which is, and I just did an interview yesterday with Phil Campbell, who talked about the natural way to increase your growth hormone 20 minutes, three times a week, doing a very specific exercise protocol. And he has nothing but results to prove it. But anyway, you you wrote, lactic acid is a chelator. Exercise is a chelator. That's like a whole other benefit. Can you talk for a couple of minutes about that? Well, actually, so what we're saying is this, is that of all the things that we are doing uh, to, to keep people alive and healthy, uh, changing your diet and exercising are clearly at the top of the pile. And, and I only mentioned that, that I had to get the point across that all Weak organic acids are chelators, and vinegar, acetic acid, is a weak. So that's why you always want to have your salad dressing with vinegar. And across the board, ascorbic acid is a weak organic acid, and so is lactic acid. So it's just an extra point for people to realize that that is a hidden benefit. Because let's face it, folks, let me tell you the bad news. The bad news is I'm the considered by many to be at least the co-founder of ACAM, and I wrote the protocol that's treated 10 million people with intravenous chelation, and, you know, I have, I've purchased, purchased and looked at over 7,000 articles on chelation over the last some 38 years, so I know a little bit about it. The bad news is the intravenous, as powerful as it is, and I had 200 IVs, they changed my life by the eighth chelation, I could walk up the side of a mountain, and as I told you, at one point I couldn't, I couldn't go from room to room. I couldn't go up any steps without total heart collapse. So across the board, chelation changed my life. But it's sad to tell you that it will not take the lead out of your bone. So what I have to do is I have to get you on my power drink, the orculation, and the zeolite so that I grab the new lead and mercury that are coming in from your water, food, and air, and I have to catch it each day and gently push it out so that it doesn't get added to the list of load that you had when you were born. And the IV, unfortunately, is fantastic. You take the 100 chelation, you will know you're a new man, you're a woman, but the crisis, because your eyes are better, your kidneys, everything's working better because it gets the, gets the heavy metals out of the soft tissue. It doesn't break it out of the bone, and the bone takes uh, between 7 and 15 years to remodel. So the truth is is, folks, that my book, Detox with Orculation, is your only long-term way to solve the problem. You have to do something, and I'm making it gentle by telling you zeolite's useful, fiber is useful, vitamin C is useful. I don't want you to think that my chelator is the only chelator in the world, but I'm trying to have you understand that you are taking in bad things in your water, food, and air, no matter how careful you try to be. And I'm trying to help you understand that by pushing it out gently each day, then as your bones remodel, you make new bone, but it takes, as I said, for an adult, and I'm 76, so it's going to take me at least 15 years to have all new bone. And in order to do that, I want my new bone to have been made without laying down the lead. Remember, women became hypertensive when they went through the change of life because, of course, they didn't know that I had my herbal remedy from Thailand, the HRT product that Longevity Plus sells, sells that safely replaces the need for any, any form of estrogen because it is a selective estrogen receptor modulator of the beta receptor, meaning I can keep your bones strong and keep your breasts protected. But that's all part of this whole complex picture of how are we going to reach our maximum intended useful lifespan, which is certainly 100 plus years, and how are we going to reach it while we've managed to poison our planet? I'm the optimist that can, believes that we are so so smart that we will figure out a way to undo the damage we have done to this planet. And that's one of the reasons I'm into life extension, because I think you have to live 50 years before you even know what the problems are. So I think that 50 years is young, and so that's why I'm in life extension. 
I did an interview with Dr. Richard Lippman. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I know him, yes, indeed. Okay, a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about free radical scavengers, and one of the things that he said was, I urge people to not have any form of x-rays, MRIs, CAT scans, all the stuff, any routine stuff like this, unless they absolutely have to. Well, I differ, I differ with him, as I said, quite intensely, because I find that the only reason that we have 10,000 patients that went 10 years in Tokyo and never developed cancer is we had the patients on a tight rein. And if I don't take a picture of you so that you have something to be a little worried about, you go on blithely assuming that you are indestructible and you never change and improve your lifestyle. So I prefer to have a picture or something that will cause the patient to wake up and say, oh, I think I better... You mean like x-rays or are you talking about blood tests? Absolutely talking about x-rays. X-rays are very useful. It's, let's, let's start out with a simple thing. If I don't do a bone density, I mean, women are walking right into a trap. If you don't have healthy bones, you're not going to have a healthy laugh, <clears throat> life. And so I've got to use some kind of ionizing radiation to tell you what's happening with your bones. So I, Dr. Lippman is my good friend, but I have the background of having been in the field of radiology. I think I really have spent a lifetime looking at these things and everything you do in this life, just going to the doctor's office, you and get killed. So, I mean, across the board, everything has a benefit and a risk. <clears throat> but I prefer to have my patients a little bit aware of the fact that there's something unhealthy in their body because then they will stop pretending that every day is Christmas and Thanksgiving and birthday party all in one and they'll stop the desserts and they'll start changing the way they eat and the way they exercise. So maybe it's a question of the number of x-rays. You're talking about having a baseline. Way overdoing it, America. I mean, people are not being told at all. But what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I, we have right now 200,000 people that have had this ultra-high-speed CAT scan to find out how much calcium is in their coronary artery. Well, that's causing 200,000 people to care before they have the heart attack of figuring out what they can do. So I agree that was a lot of radiation, but, but since it's, I can't keep people alive who aren't who assume that they're indestructible and go on smoking, drinking, never exercise, don't change. I can't keep them alive. If I don't have a person a little worried, they change nothing. I hear you. I want to get back to a question I asked a few minutes ago, and you started to respond to it, but then it wasn't really fully answered, and maybe you can help refine it. My question to you now is, given the kind of radiation that's coming in from Japan and the catastrophes in Japan, and also a few in the United States, is there something even more accelerated that we can do to keep our bodies from being radiated from outside? Okay, that's a great question. The reason I am so so unconcerned about the general problem of that radiation is that it's, it's such a small problem compared to the already documented problems everybody's already dealing with right now that I try to be very practical. I'm basically Capricorn, and that makes me kind of be practical. When I first went to visit Hiroshima, as you know, we blew that city out of, the, out of existence. Yes. I went there with a lot of guilt, and there was this gorgeous city that had been totally rebuilt, and it was more modern than any city I'd seen. And then I was there to visit the garlic company, Wakanuga, and their headquarters was only about 50 miles from the epicenter. And they told me that their plant, they had never had anyone at their plant ever develop cancer at all. Now, I, that really was a lesson to me because you would assume 50 miles away from the epicenter of a, of a bomb that wiped out the whole city that there must be some bad things going on. All I can tell you is this. this their company gives their garlic free of charge to all their employees. And the net result is that I'm trying to tell you garlic is a poor man's chelator, and I really believe in it, and it's part of the active factor in my beyond chelation improved. My BCI wouldn't do what it does if garlic wasn't in there. And I'm trying to make the point that rather than worry about how much of a risk the nuclear facility is in Tokyo, I would actually have to say that we're not going to have power without some risk because what, anything else, whatever we do to turn on the lights in this world, there's a risk associated with it. And right. I'm trying to keep this risk more understood by people that you have to do something each day to protect yourself from the bad stuff already happening. And the stuff I would have you do is going to give you the selenium and the extra iodine, and it's going to take out the bad stuff. So there's only two tricks that I do. One is put good stuff back in to make you tougher, and two is take bad stuff out. That's the, that's the basic of everything I do. And I boil it down to an 18-page 
fight program that's got a lot more detail, but because it's kind of hard to know which things are you doing are bad and what are all the possible good things you could do. Should, should you be on terostilbene? Do we need resveratrol every day of our life? Do you have to be in a fire infrared sauna for 20 minutes each day? I mean, there's a lot of questions about how far you take the good and the bad. Right. But, but there's a lot to figure out. Well, I have one last question. How does your oral chelation products impact and relate to the body's natural hormones? The natural hormones in the body are under so much attack by the endocrine disruptors. And when you, re- when you really understand, I may have mentioned in past, there's a folate receptor that's blocking people. Even if you've got normal folic acid in your blood, you still have a brain that can go into to death because of stuff. So there are so many factors in which lead and mercury and the chelation is only a piece of the answer. But the amazing story was, that in one of the references that I believe I put in the book, we had the person who was very hypothyroid, whose need for thyroid completely disappeared after they'd had enough chelation to get a lot of the lead out. So as you detox, amazingly enough, a lot of the hormone function gets returned. We proved, for example, on the growth hormone, Dr. Frackleton, who's been a past president of ACAM, practices in Cleveland, Ohio, did the study to prove that if you would actively chelate enough lead and mercury out of people, growth hormone levels went back to normal. And if you take an autopsy and understand that the pituitary, the center of your brain, is loaded with all kinds of mercury and toxins, then you'll understand the close relationship is that you need to get the lead out. It's what my mom told me when I was a kid, and whether I say the word lead, cadmium, mercury, arsenic, the point is we have to detox. We've got to get the bad stuff out and the good stuff in. And it definitely comes out in your urine. Is that what you're saying? And feces. I mean, across the board, I mean, chelators are going to be pushing things out more than one way. The zeolite that I'm getting such dramatic successes with, actually, the biofilm out, and when I was taking out of the zeolite, I would have three, four bowel movements each morning, and the stuff would be sticking to the side of the toilet for three months because it really did give me a whole brand new intestine. So that if we look at the big picture, all of the glands, think when you talk about hormones, you're talking about glands. When you talk about glands, you're talking about fatty tissues. And fat is obviously, you know, I'm a fat head. I mean, my pituitary's got a lot of fat, so did my thyroid. And so wherever the fat is, that's where the fat-soluble toxins, the dioxin, PCB, DDT, all those things are there. So what we're trying to do is have everybody understand that I am Mr. Detox. That's, if I could redo my name, it would be Dr. Detox. Well, I want to tell you, Dr. Detox, that I am so honored to have you on the show, and I so appreciate your calling and the longstanding work and contributions that you're making and the products that you've made for us, and I just want to thank you for being on the show. It's been my pleasure, and thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been talking with, learning from, and listening to Dr. Gary Gordon. You can reach him and learn about what he's talking about by going to gordonresearch.com, G-O-R-D-O-N, research.com, And thank you very much. It's rainmaking time.